Welcome to Being Bipolar. I'm your host, Doobie. I'm going to introduce you into my madness, and hopefully it'll help you with yours. Hey, okay, everybody. I'm sorry, but man, I got to talk to you all through the butt of a spider monkey, okay? Now, the reason why I have to talk to you through the butt of a spider monkey is because I am in a prison cell somewhere in Tibet. Yeah. Okay, like the Tibetan mafia picked me up, so I, I gotta make you short and sweet. Now, I'm gonna talk to y'all about three influential women in the world of ancient history. Now, the reason why I'm doing this through the butt of a spider monkey is because I'm doobie. I do things like this. Now, okay, now, these three women, okay, they're like really very powerful, okay? Now, we, we, we got Cleopatra from the Ptolemy line, you know, you know, the one that gave us the Library of Alexandria, you know, the lighthouse, things like that. Okay, then then we got the mythical Boudicca, man. I mean, she's a Celtic warrior queen, dude. Uh, but there's not a whole lot on her, so she might not win this one. I don't know, but then we got Nzinga. I'm going to say that again. Nazinga. Now, if y'all don't know who that is, well, you, you need to watch the Woman Queen movie. I, that, well, that'd tell you everything right there. But, Nazinga, man, she, she ruled over quite a bit. She had to deal with quite a bit, too. Her bloodline was after her, like, you know, chicken in a hen house. Chick, no, fox in a hen house. No, weasel, cobra, cobra. Cleopatra. Now, Cleopatra, okay, she had to deal with a lot because she had to marry her younger brother, dude. How gross is that? But, you know, back then, that was cool. Oh, sorry, spider monkey farted. Okay, so, like, now all we've got is Cleopatra, and she was, like, the start of it because this woman is phenomenal, she spent all her time in the Library of Alexandria. Her dad knew from the start she was going to be the shit, you know, over or the rest of her entire family. Older brother got pissy about it a lot, too. You get that throughout all history because Zingo over here, she had the same issue. Older brother, daddy loved Nzinga. Of course. Who wouldn't? I mean, and... The, the, well, I hate Boudicca. We don't know anything about she. Her husband was killed by the Romans because you know they double crossed the whole tribe, that kind of thing. And apparently, the centurions went and raped all the women, including her and her daughters. That you can't really tell so much because you get a lot of the information from two different sources. And the, the dude, the, dude, one of them is named Dio. Right, Dio. Okay, not the singer. Come on now. We all love Dio. But this dude, t 
took the other dude's work and made it his own and just added a few more. Man, you know how the Romans are when they're talking and walking? It's like all Roman. Yeah, well, Boudicca did her own thing. She, she sacked London, dude. <laughs> and the funny thing is about Boudicca is when they sacked London, now, if you go to London, you'll see a, a beautiful sculpture of her in a chariot facing Parliament like she's about to attack. Ain't that ironic, man? She's, she's about to attack Parliament throughout history, right? And she's the one that sacked London. <laughs> you gotta, I love British, oh, Monty Python. Ooh. Anyway, now getting back to what Cleopatra did for everybody is she, she basically, she has seven languages. Dude, she, she slept with and had a kid with Julius Caesar. How dope is that? Alright, you know, and this is at a time when you know, Caesar was coming up. He was battling the Gauls, okay. He was trying to take over Germany, basically. Woo-hoo-hoo, you know. And Julius Caesar did his job. He took him out, came back, became a hero. Side note on this, everyone. All of the basic Gauls that ran away from that battle at that time basically went to England and tried to establish a new life. They took ships, took off, you know, they migrated, you know, and that comes like a like hundred years later when Boudicca comes in the picture, how many years, I don't know the time frame. Uh, Julius Caesar kind of screwed up the calendar on that one. But anyway, you know, you got Cleopatra doing Julius, having a kid, which really was a good thing, except Julius didn't accept it. He denounced the dude, and that just, like, threw a, a wrench in Cleopatra's shit. But, you know, she was a woman of the world. But when Julius Caesar got killed in the Ides of March, dude, she she did a little backstepping, man. And she dealt with her politics and kept her country and her family going, protecting her son, who is Julius Caesar's son. But now you got two different Roman emperors going on there. You got Octavius on the one hand, and you got Antony. We all know about him, right? So we got Antony basically controlling the west part of the empire. Alright? Octavius He's got the East. He's dealing with all that English crap going on. And at this time, Anthony and Cleopatra are getting to know each other a little bit better. Uh-huh. And this woman is smart enough to realize that the more that she has this guy going, the more her people are going to survive. Because she knows that if Rome takes over, that Egypt would become basically a providence. And that in itself is pretty bad because it's the breadbasket of many nations all throughout Africa. You know, that's a big pot. And once that's taken over, basically Africa is going to be branched off and having to deal with their own. So 
we've got Cleopatra protecting the world. We got Antony trying to get into Cleopatra's pants. It happens. She's smart enough to realize it. She does it. Okay. So I'm like thinking in the back of my head, man, she's doing all these guys and power and everything. What about her brother husband dude? What's he doing while all this is going on? Yeah, you find out if you do the studying about all that. But it's the same situation with Nzinga, man. When you, the thing is, Nagongo Nation was supplying the Portuguese with a lot of slaves at the time, and she was trying her best to negotiate shit, and it cost her a lot. Her son was killed basically by her brother king to solidify his you know monarchy yeah pissed her off but she, you know she dealt with it she did what she had to do because she was playing the long game now the long game was also cleopatra's thing too this woman established the spy network throughout egypt she knew what was going on and she knew with all the education she was dealing with, the, the languages that she knew, come on, man. She was establishing... She was the spider, like, in uh, Game of Thrones. So, but... I, I can't say much more about Boudicca, man. She took out London. Rome got pissed, started taking everybody else out, and basically, by history, there was one final battle. Well... From what was dug up in that area, there was somewhat of a battle, but it wasn't as big as Rome wrote it out to be. So, Boudicca is more of a myth. She's more of that eye of the tiger kind of thing. Ah, uh, my spider monkey just farted again. Alright. So now, all in all, Cleopatra establishing dominance Nzinga establishing a nation you know and she's dealing with the Catholic Church at the time which has got money power all the latest weaponry there Nzinga's tribes are still doing the spears while you know muskets and cannons are being used so technology basically it lost them a lot. She uh, she kept fighting. Even at 64, she was a part of armies. You know, she was giving it all at 64, man. But after that, and she finally got peace from the Roman Church. You know, the, the Pope anointed her and gave her the kingship. Gave her the monarchy. Gave her the label. So the Portuguese were easy to deal with. But it they backfired. She got it, yeah. She went peacefully, establishing education more than anything throughout the tribes. But uh, slavery was still going on, and it would keep going on. It was a big moneymaker for everybody involved. But all in all, we've got three different women... <laughs> Ugh. We got three different women dealing with this. Now, as I sit here and tell you about this, 
I am in a, a predicament now. I, I've been talking a lot about the Tibetan Mafia. And one of the reasons, man, is I'm playing the long game too. I'm, I want this podcast to at least hit, okay, a couple of you, you know, that need inspired to step up, educate yourself, and get your mindset, all right? Ladies, the men for the last hundred years have really screwed this planet up, and doing so... We might, with the climate the way it is now, we're going to have to evolve very quickly because things are not looking good. For the past hundred, industrialization destroyed this planet. Okay, I'm not trying to be the biblical uh, apocalyptic shit. No, uh-uh, peep. You are witnessing it right now. And it's only going to get worse because we're not establishing a better scrubber system. And what I mean by that is we are destroying more than trying to establish and trying to build. We should have been planting so many different scrubber, carbon scrubbers like trees and bushes and anything that needs carbon to survive because right now we are at catastrophic levels man so these stories that i want to try and get out there i want because men aren't doing it i want the women to start stepping up more and more we need more women in office so we can start using reason, start getting that mama bear mentality more involved. The fact that you got the women are losing rights by the Supreme Court, all that shit. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You guys have got to start pushing back. Now, men aren't going to do it. And the men that are trying out there, we don't know what it's like to be a woman. I mean, we're using our own opinions or what you guys tell us, what you give us, the information that you're honest about. There are so many individuals out there that are dealing with mental illness, and I'm one of them. And I have been dealing with it since I'm 11 years old. You know, and there are people out there that don't know it, don't realize it. They're they're moving up and more and more and more of not getting the therapy, of not getting the medication. And as that builds up, your anxieties, your triggers, you've got to talk them through, okay? And it doesn't matter really who, as long as you trust them, trust their judgment and you're able to be honest with them that's key you got to start being honest with yourself and who you are and what you want to be before you bring anybody else into your life because it's not fair 
for that individual to come into your life not knowing what is involved because that's the best way to lose them best way so peeps i'm gonna keep this one short i did my thing that the spider monkey is really getting me tibetan mafia man i gotta tell you the yetis are scaring the hell out of me and now the government is is telling everyone that yes there are ufos even though ancient history will tell you they've been here uh probably longer than we have you know, planet Earth is probably a stopping point, but we screwed it up so much, they don't want to come back here. Yeah, whatever, right? But the Tibetan Mafia is still running these scams, man. I got peeps on Facebook. <laughs> that caught quite a few of them, and it's just like, it's a beautiful thing watching people who are hurting other people get their just desserts. But, you know, hey... Whatever happens, happens, right? You know, it's all good. All right, Mountain Doobie, I'm out. The spider monkey, I think, wants to eat something. I don't know. I got to figure out a name for him. I have a feeling we're going to be here for a while. I'll call him Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. That'll work. Peace out, Doobie's here. This is the end of the program, where I basically tell you this is the end of the program. So, you will stop listening now because it's the end of the program. Remember, this is the end of the program. So, subscribe. If you want to hear more, get a hold of me. But this is the end of the program. So, stop listening. This is it. Welcome to Doobie's Madness. This is the end of the program. So, you can stop listening now. It's okay.